0: I hope you are well, and I pray that you are happy. Welcome to Daily Reflections. Each day we spend time in prayer and break open the word. I'm Father John, and this podcast has been to guide us, to challenge us, to help us to grow in our relationship with Jesus and with one another. You are a blessing. You're a gift. God loves you so very much. And I just want to thank you for joining me today on this Monday of the 27th week in Ordinary Time. And we begin with Psalm 111, 1-2, to 7-8, to 9, and 10. The Lord will remember his covenant forever. Together, the Lord will remember his covenant forever. I will give thanks to the Lord with all my heart. In the company and assembly of the just, great are the works of the Lord, exquisite in all their delights. The works of his hands are faithful and just. Sure are all his precepts, reliable forever and ever, wrought in truth and equity. He has sent deliverance to his people. He has ratified his covenant forever. Holy and awesome is his name. His praise endures forever. The Lord will remember his covenant forever. Together, the Lord will remember his covenant forever. Our gospel for today comes from Luke chapter 10, verse 25 to 37. There was a scholar of the law who stood up to test Jesus and said, Teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus said to him, What is written in the law? How do you read it? He said in reply, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your being, with all your strength, and with all your mind and your neighbor as yourself. He replied to him, You have answered correctly. Do this, and you will live. And because he wished to justify himself, he said to Jesus, And who is my neighbor? Jesus replied, A man fell victim to robbers as he went down from Jerusalem to Jericho. They stripped and beat him and went off leaving him half dead. A priest happened to be going down that road but when he saw him, he passed by on the opposite side. Likewise, a Levite came to the place, and when he saw him, he passed by on the opposite side. But a Samaritan traveler who came upon him was moved with compassion at the sight. He approached the victim, poured oil and wine over his wounds and bandaged them. Then he lifted him up on his own animal, took him to an inn and cared for him. The next day he took out two silver coins and gave them to the innkeeper with the instruction, Take care of him. If you spend more than what I have given you, I shall repay you on my way back. Which of these three, in your opinion, was neighbor to the robber's victim? He answered, The one who treated him with mercy. Jesus said to him, Go and do likewise. Just picture someone walking up to Jesus. Teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? I think this is a question that we should all be asking. Reading this gospel, there seems to be an emphasis on loving God and loving neighbor. The scholars seem to understand this. But he had one concern, and that is to to help him understand neighbor. Who is neighbor? To know what to do to eternal life. I think it's important that we focus on that man on the side of the road. And I'd like to do that from two perspectives. The first perspective is that each of us is that beaten man on the side of the road. And Jesus is the genuine good Samaritan. The man, you and I, fell victim to sin. You and I are sinners in need of saving the sinner who has fallen and cannot get up. Sin destroys the very fabric of the human heart. Sin robs us of life and strips us of our dignity and beats us and leaves us for dead. The priest cannot save us. The Levite cannot save us. In fact, no one can except for God alone. Our God, who is love, sends Jesus, who walks on the road and notices the man on the roadside, notices each of us in our pain, in our suffering, in our sins. And Jesus lifts him up, lifts us up. Jesus says, let me take care of you. And Jesus gave his own life, his own gentle, loving hands to to lift us up from the dirt, so in this powerful parable, we see our our fall from grace as well as our salvation. We see healing, we see love, we see compassion. Inheriting eternal life is recognizing that, that I am beaten down by sin and, and I need Jesus in my life. Everyone else may see us on that side of the road and everyone else may walk away but Jesus will not walk away. We need to open our heart to see Jesus as our good Samaritan. He saw that we were dying in our sins and he had compassion on us. The good Samaritan was willing to to pay whatever it cost to save this dying man who saves his enemy. So Jesus was willing to pay whatever it cost to save sinners like you and me even though it cost him everything, even sacrificing his life on the cross. Jesus wants to bless you. He wants to protect you, and he wants to defend you. He wants to make you strong with his strength. He wants to heal you. He wants to give you everything you need to be happy and fulfilled. He wants to show you his power. He wants to fill you with his spirit. And so that's the first perspective. The second perspective is that Jesus is the man on the side of the road. And you and I, were called to be good Samaritans. St. Teresa of Calcutta in her book, In the Heart of the World, Thoughts, Stories, and Prayers, she wrote, seeking the face of God in everything, everyone, all the time, and his hand in every happening. This is what it means to be contemplative in the heart of the world, seeing and adoring the presence of Jesus, especially in the lowly appearance of bread and in the distressing disguise of the poor. Do you see the face of God in every person? Are you a good Samaritan? You know, it's much more than just doing something nice for someone. We use that term, Good Samaritan, as if it were some kind of heroic person. Good Samaritan is not a term we use for some people, but it's a term we should use for each and every one of us. We can easily put down the priest and the Levite. The reality is we see people on the street all the time. Do you stop? Do you roll down your window and help? Do you take a person you find on the streets to a hotel? I'm sure the priest and Levite did not stop because of fear. Let's face it. We may find that sometimes we are not very good Samaritans. We may avoid the glance of a homeless person on the street. We may fear that person will ask us for money or harm us, and we may even cross the street to avoid the encounter. We may find ourselves resenting immigrants, heedless of their plight. So, too, we may avoid talking to a person who is troubled or elderly because we fear it would be awkward. And this list, my friends, could go on and on. A neighbor is not a label or a color, male or female, but simply a fellow human being in need of help, of support, of love. And like the priest and the Levite, we may hurry along our way. After all, we need to get on with our day. We need to take care of ourselves. It's, it's not about worrying about ourselves, but we need to take care of our neighbor. Which of these three, in your opinion, was neighbor to the robbers? Victim. He answered, the one who treated him with mercy. And Jesus said to him, go and do likewise. In the face of every neighbor, Christ is made visible. You know, in St. Paul's letter to the Colossians, we hear, for in him were created all things in heaven and on earth, the visible and the invisible. Yes, every human person is created in the image of God. We are created through God and for God. God loves and keeps us in in being. And as his loving children, we must extend that love to everyone and respect the image of God in them. Have a great day. Be sure of my prayers.